welcome to a very special episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your MC Dave-O. This is an extra special episode, gentlemen, because, well, I don't know if you know what's happening here lately. Well, we are are deep, deep in the middle of the Dannoning. The what? The the Dannoning. That's the best you got. <laughs> oh, could you could you use it in the sentence, please? Yeah. When more th- when we have more than one Dan on the show, it's a Dannoning. Okay. More than one? Did I miss yeah. the other Dan? Who's the other Dan? Who's Last the other week, Dan? We had a Dan on the show. Daniel oh. Barry. Oh, oh. Oh, this I, I hope our listeners take notes and like <laughs> they're going to come out in consecutive weeks. It's not very hard. If you turn our in your listeners workbook are incredibly to last, to last week's episode <laughs> in your workbook, <laughs> there was a Dan. I thought Dan inning was funny. Yeah. <laughs> you could have said the Dan, the Dan before time. Something the like Dan that. before time is better. See, yeah, dang it. See. You the consult before, time, before you do this. The Vampire anyway, Strikes right. Back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how you doing, Kels? I'm doing all right. How you doing, Chewbacca? <laughs> how are you doing, Andy? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm not used <laughs> to brevity from Andy. Just, wow. You know, I'm good. <laughs> uh, and how are you doing, Neil? I was doing better until the Dannoning joke. Oh, man. <laughs> and now the uh, I'd like to introduce the the reason for the Dannoning joke, our, our very special guest, Dan. How's it going, guys? I've got a Welcome. great quiz for you this week. Oh, well, nice. tell us a little about yourself, Dan. Well, I'm a senior in nursing school. It's actually the third degree I pursued. I was a double major in biology and chemistry and then decided a 3.6 GPA wasn't enough to get in medical school. So I went for nursing. Mm-hmm. Biggest mistake I've ever made in my life. Okay. Um, I, I commute a lot. So I, if anyone's familiar with North Carolina, I live and am born from Raleigh. I commute to Lumberton area. I work in Lumberton area too at a hospital there. And I go to school at UNC Pembroke. Uh, three more months and then hopefully I'm free take the NCLEX work as a nurse you know fun things maybe uh, get a doctorate one day nice wow. well done you're, yeah. or you're hired it's just seemed like a job interview for a second but yeah, yeah. I just a little <laughs> troubled of you you know putting in an IV and going yeah this is the worst mistake I've ever made um, <laughs> oh, the, I love client care it's just the nursing perspective versus the medical perspective is Completely different, surprisingly. So nursing okay. diagnoses would be like uh, fluid imbalance instead of saying dehydration, although dehydration is one as well. But if you have too many like fluids and you require a medication called Lasix, which is a diuretic, then it would be uh, fluid overload instead of just saying that they have congestive heart failure, which I find very frustrating. Wow. Yeah, and, and out of that description, all I heard was lasers. I think that's a pretty good way for me to tell you and segue into the topic of the quiz, which is medicine. Nice. Good, good English. Medicine. Medicine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm intrigued. I am too. And since this is a a science topic, Andy, I hope that you think of me in your nightmares. (laughs) 
Well, before you torture Andy any further, Neil, what are the rules? Well, the rules are each week we have a theme. Today's theme is medicine. Uh, within that theme, there's six categories of four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points, a few bonus points thrown in here and there, and then a final question, which is worth up to 100 points. That's it. That's, those are all the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I think you covered them all. <laughs> For the record, I do want to start an official uh, petition to start the lightning bolt back because oh. lightning strikes against Andy were my favorite part. Oh. Um, so if there's ever another quiz or if Neil allows it, you know, I'm, I'm all down for just zapping the crap out of somebody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and when you say somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All, I mean, my vote would be either you or Davo, but Alex yeah. is not here. So it's not quite as funny. Yeah. Yeah. I hereby declare that today's game will be played by brainstorm rules. So yes. lightning wow. bolt is in play. <laughs> I suspect that Kells might be the brunt of this, but yeah, uh, let's find out. Uh, I'm no, looking at no, you, you're Kells. Right. You're right. Looking at you, Kells. It's a, of course it is. All right, guys, are you ready to get started? Absolutely. Let's, let's do, do this. this. Great. For all of these questions, I can probably come up with an easy mode for half points. I didn't write many of them, but the reason why I can come up with an easy mode is some of them might be harder for people that don't practice medicine. But I wanted to give you a challenge first. Okay. So let's start with the easy. Category one is vitals. The first thing vitals. anything gets in the doctor's office. Okay. Every time you go to a doctor's office, you're always asked two questions to make sure you're the right person getting the right treatment at the right time and in the right place. What are the two most common patient identifiers? Bonus, for one point each, what are some other acceptable forms of patient identification in the hospital? Locked in. Um, Kels, hmm. I feel like you didn't even have to think about that. I, I've been to the doctor a lot lately, so I, know, I just want what they ask the healthiest one in the group. Well, there's a reason for that. It's because I went oh. to the doctor. <laughs> I should probably do that get the point. get the old oil changed tires rotated there andy right i'm afraid he'll tell me there's something wrong so i don't go <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i'm locked in i'm locked in all right the answer for Devo gotta... is oh, oh there he goes Oh, you like that catch? I thought it was a good I catch. Nice. I said your name and your date of birth. And okay. one of the bonus ones is social security number. Okay. Kells? Uh, name, date of birth, and I also said social security number. Okay. And Andy? Name, date of birth, and your social security number. All right. So the answer is name and date of birth, naturally. Some acceptable forms of identification in the hospital are specific patient identifiers, like their medical record number, ID number, telephone number, QR code with two identifiers, and their RFID. Some hospitals have something that just like you tap into a workplace door. But I do, in my facility, use Social Security as an acceptable form of all identification, right. although it's not necessarily recommended. So we'll accept that. Hmm. Yeah, hey. Very good. Number two. Everyone knows that blood pressure is always taken in healthcare. 
They put a cuff around you, typically on your arm, but they can put a lot of places and squeeze until they get a reading. What is this machine called? Specifically, the machine that takes your blood pressure. I don't want to hear any automatic blood pressure machine. The actual name. I can't pronounce the actual name. You don't have to pronounce it. If it's ballpark, I'll give it to you. Okay. Locked in. I'm going to Andy this pronunciation so badly. <laughs> um, it's the... Um... See, this could be right, and I'm still going to Andy it, and it's going to be terrible. So I'm locked in. I'll lock in. All right. So let's start with Kels. Curious. Blood, a blood pressure meter. Okay. Andy? Uh, the ballpark machine. You said it was... Ballpark. Close. Give it to Very us. close. Maybe Fenway Ballpark, something like the that. The best yeah. kind of blood pressure. Right. Measure. And uh, Devo. Sphygmometer. Sphygmometer is the correct I answer. I forgot a mama Wow. That's fine. Thank you. It's, uh, it's significantly closer than everything else. <laughs> That's like saying banana. No, no. Yeah. Question three. Speaking of blood pressure, what are the two numbers names in order, please? And bonus, what are each of them measuring? All right. I've I've got a guess. I'm locked in. I'm I'm trying to figure out how to I sort of know what this is. I don't know exactly how to put it into all right. I'm I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right. I believe we start with Andy this time. I think the top number is the is the pressure when your heart beats, and the bottom number is the pressure between beats. Or do I have to come up okay. with actual names? I definitely don't know the names. That is the bonus, but we're looking for the main answer here. Okay. So that's my main answer. Okay. Well... Devo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe the 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 top number is diastolic and the bottom number is systolic. Mm. And did I flip it? <laughs> Go and just continue. You did. Continue. Oh crap just on a cracker. Continue. Why would you put that on a cracker? <laughs> and then I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. It depends on the size of the cracker. <laughs> Oh and then, no, it doesn't. What? The top number is is blood into the heart, and the bottom number is blood out of the heart. Okay, and Kells. Dang it! Uh, systolic and uh, diastolic, and I think it's the force that your that your heart um, produces when it beats over the the force that it. That's exerted um, on your arterial arterial walls, I think, in between beats. Okay. Something like that. Neil, I'm going to need a little help judging on whether or not we should do half points for flipping them, although I did specifically ask for them in order. Yeah, I think uh, I think if we ga- gave Davo credit for his answer, then people would start dying. <laughs> that's, that's okay with me. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure uh, on me. I'm just gonna I'm gonna forfeit the even yeah. thought of getting points for that. <laughs> <laughs> However, I think that Andy and Kells got the bonus. The way that I've always had it explained to me is that 
Systolic is the peak pressure in the arteries when the heart is contracting, so not necessarily a heartbeat, because a heartbeat is actually the valves opening and closing, not so much the contraction part. Mm -hmm. And the lowest pressure when the heart is relaxing. So, so it's just the pressure exerted on your arteries when your heart pushes the blood, mostly your left ventricle more than anything else, pushes right. your blood to your rest of your body, and then when it relaxes while it's in between beats per se. So when it's pushing blood out, it's the top number? Or when it's... Yep, systolic. Mm -hmm. I had it all flipped. Every <laughs> yeah, single thing. I bit. knew what I was talking about. If it was Bizarro World, I'd win. <laughs> Anyways... Question four. Another thing we love to measure is pulse. A common place to manually feel for a pulse is the wrist. Do you know what artery radiates this pulse when we feel for it in your wrist? Mm, I think that's right. It's the uh, one with sure. the blood in it. <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm All locked in. Your blood guess. vessels should have blood in it unless you okay. have coronary artery disease from gravy inhalation. Possibly. <laughs> Somebody in medical history. Andy's lived a quite a life. He's <laughs> got the charts on Andy. Uh, I think we're at Kells. Uh, I was thinking brachial for a minute, but I think it's I think that stops at the elbow. So I said radial. Okay, and Andy? I said radial. And Davo. I said radial. All right, I think everybody caught the slight little clue I put in there. Ooh. You can thank Neil for that. I threw you a bone. Uh, radial artery is the answer, and you are correct, Kells. The brachial artery starts or ends at your elbow. I also messed that up when I made this quiz, so don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> caught it on the rewrites. That's okay. All right, so let's get let's get some scores here. Well, at the end of round one, Andy has twenty three. Davo, 31. Kells, 33. Okay, I'm still All in right. it. Anybody's been Yeah, I'd say this is a pretty close game. All right. <sighs> Category two. It's well, early. This is for you, Andy, is music. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I'm very worried about this. We'll see if it is uh, the type of music that Andy enjoys, however, because there are no Beatles. Hmm. Okay, there's been a couple the Beatles, songs though. outside we'll the that. Beatle. <laughs> Far more than I have when it comes to classic rock. Anyways, number one in Zack Snyder's 2004 remake of the classic George A. Romero film, Dawn of the Dead, what jazzy covered is ironically featured during a long distance chess match. Locked in. I'm going to lock in with my answer. I'm locked in with a total guess. I think we are at Kells, maybe? Uh, we can be. I sat down with the sickness. Sure. Are you kidding right. me right now? Mm -hmm. Andy? I was going off of the chess match clue and went with uh, White Rabbit. Okay. And Davo? I was going off the chess match clue and went with One Night in Bangkok. See, that's the one I couldn't get out of my head. Yeah, that's from the chess soundtrack. But it I is. guess he does talk about chess in it a little yeah. bit. I get my I'm kicks, my above, kicks the above the waistline sunshine. sunshine. <laughs> I know White Rabbit. I know White Rabbit. I, I, I don't know the other one. Just not my genre. Anyways, uh, Kells is correct to the surprise of no one. And it is down with the sickness. 
It's a wow. movie question. It's a music question in a movie. <laughs> if you're going to ask the questions, don't display such utter favoritism. Yeah. <laughs> Just I for don't me. know. It's not utter yet. Really? Oh, we already really? live in the shadow of Kells. Mr. D&D doesn't want any favoritism. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. If you've ever taken a CPR class, you should know that two classic songs are used to keep the proper tempo during chest compressions. The Bee Gees Stayin' Alive and, ironically, Queen's Another One Bites the Dust. What beats per minute were these songs recorded at? And, for a bonus, for two points each, what are some new songs that can also be used in their stead? And I'll give you a sliding scale of 10 beats a minute for this. I'm guessing give me chocolate would be too fast. That's pretty fast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, remember, we're trying to do chest compressions here, not just jiggles and lost on this one, gang. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Let's go, Andy. 60? Whoa. Okay. Come again? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Do you have any bonuses? No. (laughs) Okay. Um, Davo? So lost in this episode. I said 120. And I think Uptown Funk is at 120. All right. And Kells? I said 110. And we trying to stay alive by Wyclef Jean, which samples staying alive. You oh, that seems dog. cheaty. That does <laughs> seem cheaty, but uh, we trying to stay alive, you saying? We trying to stay alive. Okay. Well, the answer is 100 beats a minute. Dang it. So I am sorry, Davo. And to add on to that is that Uptown Funk is at very close to 120, 117 beats a minute. I am checking. We trying to stay alive right now. Oh, boy. I cannot find it. I'm getting the wrong thing. 99 beats a minute. I'll give it to you. Oh, (laughs) anything to add or around 100 beats a minute is what you'd want to use for CPR to improve improve their circulation manually and you want to make sure that not only do you press hard enough that you get blood everywhere into their system but you want to make sure you give them enough time in between compression so that their heart refills and so it's not just useless squishing right and painful very painful yeah mm-hmm. all right i have a couple other songs just for fun as a wap i don't want that <laughs> Rumor has it. Oh, and, uh, Sweet Home actually... Alabama. Rumor has it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So if you think about it, it's just like dun 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 dun. So just every yeah, time that's the go. beat. All right. Anyways, <laughs> question three. Dolly Parton once wrote a song for one of her nieces to comfort her during her battle with cancer. What is the name of this song? Bonus: What type of cancer did her niece have? I think I know this because I read an article about it. Because the niece is a little kid, if I remember right. And I think I know the answer to this. I'm locked in. Locked in? All right. I'm locked in. All right. Let's start with Davo. 
Uh, I said, I will always love you. And for the bonus, uh, the type of cancer, I don't know, but I, I figured leukemia. Okay. And Kells? Uh, ditto for me. I will always love you in leukemia. Okay. And Andy? It's much more recent than that. It's Butterfly Garden. Uh, and the niece does have, or I believe did, I think she's passed, uh, leukemia. The answer that I have is Chemo Hero, and the cancer is indeed leukemia. So does that count as a half sweep? <laughs> uh, no, I give, they, there were points scored, so I don't do a sweep for. Oh, so why close. was I don't thinking worry. the song was called Butterfly Garden? Anyways, uh, question four. Grey's Anatomy. Of course, you had to have a question about this in medicine. One of the most popular TV shows ever made has two songs that are almost a meme worthy when they are played, as they almost always are played in tangent with a major character's tragic death. What are these two songs? Half <laughs> points for just one. Never watched one minute of Grey's Anatomy. Neither have I. I've seen a, a few episodes, but I don't know what this is. I'm like, uh, uh, it's not right, but it's the only song I associate with Grey's with Grey's Anatomy. Uh, man, I might be thinking of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's super close. It's I can see close. how you got very, very got much. I just have there. that stupid Paula Cole song stuck in da, da, my head. And I'm pretty I'm sure that's Dawson's in. Creek. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. Yeah, exactly. I don't For my wait. lunch to get colder. <laughs> uh, Oh boy, this is awful. Toyota. I want the car that's got a lot of gas. Have we managed to lock in for anyone or uh I locked in. I locked in. Oh, this was not a good category for me. Andy? Uh, in the arms of the angel. Um, <laughs> Dang it, you took my joke. Are we talking about animals crying. here or we're going sure. back to medicine? Well, it's Grey's Anatomy <laughs> spinoff, Grey's Anatomy DVM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Dave, of course, Sarah McLaughlin's angel. Of course. <laughs> and the other song has got to be WAP. <laughs> nice. It's got to be. Nice. Oh, Lord. Uh, and uh, Kells. I said, How to Save a Life by the Fray. Oh. And do you have a one for a second one? I don't. <laughs> okay. I only had one. The answer is Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol and How to Save a Life by the Fray. Kells, I'm very angry at you. Uh, Chasing I mean, Cars. I don't, I don't watch it. Chasing I love I Chasing Cars by Chasing Snow Cars Patrol. Chasing Cars is a good song. That's a really you know, good song. Uh, it is the a Fray good song. It's from, from Colorado. Did you know that? I, from Colorado. I did. I, I, I think I, I actually heard that in Fort one of your Collins, shows. Colorado. Did you deliver Colorado pizza State University? Okay. You deliver pizza <laughs> Colorado. To All right. We get it. All right, Neil. Score update. Scores are Andy has 25 points, which is two more than he had at the end of round one. Thank you, Neil. <laughs> Davo has 33, which is also two more than he had at the end of round one. Nickels and dimes, baby. Nickels and, and dimes. Kells has 61. 
which is a lot more than he had at the end of it. I don't know if this is a good or well, I, I I mean, it's a good thing for me, at least, is that I thought this was going to be the easiest one of the categories. So <laughs> yikes. <laughs> um, category three, cardiology. I've recently been reading a lot of like five leads and 12 leads in my classes, and I found out that I really, really like cardiology. So you should be very glad that I didn't do that beforehand because they would have been much worse. Mm -hmm. So here's general ones. <laughs> Thank Heart you. attacks mm -hmm. are one of the most common medical emergencies in the United States. In a hospital setting, a code STEMI is often called if someone is experiencing a severe heart attack. What does STEMI stand for? Um, I know what two of the letters stand for. Of course you do, Kells. Shut it. Uh. <laughs> All right, I'm locked in. I thought the question was going to be what's a what's another name for a heart attack. That would be great. I was ready for that one, but I was going to be a question about Queen's heart attack, the song. But uh, um, great song, cool. yeah. You know what, Ray guy? I got nothing, Ray oh, guy. First oh, pun of the day. Hang time. All right, let's start with Andy. Now, Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high, twisting, hang time spiral. You know, that Ray Guy beat would kill somebody on the old CPR. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> David, what's your answer? My answer. Uh, so the, it's S-T-E-M-I. I said, shit, tachycardia, emergency medical intervention. <laughs> wow. Nice. I appreciate nice. the nice. I will um, give you the points. I, I will petition for that to be the official change. And uh, anyways, Kells. I was second <laughs> But um I said uh someone's tragically experiencing myocardial infarction. Oh Kells, you're killing me with the the quarter. I don't even know what Neil's gonna score this as points. It doesn't matter anymore. STEMI stands for ST Elevated Myocardial Infarction. You have a bunch of segments on a, basically, if you were looking at telemetry, where the QRS complex would be the big ventricular depolarization, and the ST segment, when it's repolarizing, if that's elevated and you're having a heart attack, then that would be an ST Elevated Myocardial Infarction, which would be the most dangerous type of heart attack. Mm. Yeah. Well, All right. Go. Number two. Speaking of heart attacks, a common mistake in TV shows is shocking someone with a defibrillator when they do not have a heartbeat to bring them back to life. What is the medical term for having no pulse? And as a bonus, what are the three shockable rhythms for two points each? Three what is the medical term for having no pulse? So you're um, looking for something other than dead. Um... I mean, if you don't have a pulse, I have brought many people back from having no pulse, so they're not dead. Locked in? Well, there's Rhythm Nation. <laughs> and rhythm rhythm Nation. is a dancer. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm actually going to Ray Guy it on this one. Oh, Spicy. Hang Surpri time. Surprise. <laughs> It's not even on yet. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta enjoy something, man. <laughs> All right, let's start with Davo. 
Now Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high twisting hang time spiral. All right, Kells, what you got? I said flatlining. Okay. So did I. On my paper. <laughs> and Andy? If you say that's right, Dan, I'm going to be upset. Cardiac arrest. Okay. The job of a chimney sweep oh, comes with a great deal of responsibility. I feel good about that one. So it would be a situation of cardiac arrest. However, just the the beat itself is called a systole or lack of systolic pulse. Uh, oh, see, I go back to systolic yeah. blood pressure. Yeah. Anytime you have an my... A in front of it, like apnea and sleep apnea, is lack of breathing. Yeah. And the so, three shockable rhythms, which no one guessed at, were mm-hmm. V-fib, fibrillation, ventricular fibrillation. And that's when it's not even contracting, but your muscles just kind of, if you ever seen a twitch in your arm or something like that, it's kind of like that in your heart. Okay. V-tac, ventricular tachycardia, which is tachycardia originating from the ventricle or AV uh-huh. node underneath it. And SVT, which is supraventricular tachycardia, which means that the pulse is originating from above the ventricle, although not at the standard SA node of the heart, which shouldn't mean anything for anybody who doesn't care about where heart's electrical impulses are. See, I've heard of VFib and I've heard of of VTAC because of Mm -hmm. medical shows. Yeah. So basically, when you have these conditions, it's a big problem and they're called life-threatening arrhythmias. Okay. And number three is now that we've figured out what we can and can't shock, what does a defibrillator actually do? Uh, It makes people clear. (laughs) Because that's what they shout at them. So I I presume it's clear in their head. Hey, man, I mean, that's not the first person that tried to shock someone in the head and see if they change their mind. (laughs) I'm locked in. What does a defibrillator do? Defibrillator. That's I said that. Defibrillator. <laughs> so close, man. Good thing we don't take off for spelling or pronunciation, or we have some problems. Defibrillator, fibro. Right? Now I don't. That word has lost all meaning. What? <laughs> what are you trying to say? My life has lost all meaning. I am lost in this do? episode. I need a map. I am throwing lightning into Kells's face. Ooh, is what I'm yes, doing. Finally, somebody. Boom! I got right. nothing. I'll play your game, you rogue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Neil, I really hope the sound effects there. <laughs> okay. All right, are you guys ready? Dan? Yes, I'm locked in. Kells? Uh, I say Kells. Come on. All right, Andy, what you got? Well, I, I, I have nothing because I threw the lightning bolt. That doesn't negate your no, own answer. No, that doesn't negate your own answer. Oh, I'd forgotten the rules to lightning bolt. <laughs> Andy didn't answer. <laughs> I don't have an answer. He was, he was too busy right, well, being I Andy. Throw one out there I literally have seconds. a picture of a bolt of lightning on my paper. All right, so we'll say that, you know, like the symbol on a defibrillator, you answered lightning bolt. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Uh, anyways, Davo. <laughs> I said shock the heart back into rhythm. Okay. Uh, I think uh, I think Davo's got it there, is that it stops the heart, and we kind of hope that when it starts beating, it remembers to do it correctly. Yes. Anyways, 
The most common way to see how a heart is doing and to diagnose a heart attack is an EKG slash ECG, depending on who you're asking. They're the same thing. And these are also known as 12 leads. What does a 12 lead measure? And as a bonus, how many leads are in a 12 lead? Two points for the bonus. I forgot to put that in. Sorry. Um, I'm locked in. I, I'm I'm locked in with that, but I don't know nothing about the 12 lead. All right, I'm I'm locked in. Oh boy. All right, I'm locked in. All right, let's start with Davo. Uh, I said heart rate and blood pressure because I really don't know. And okay. for your 12 lead question, I said six. Okay. Hells. Oh, crap. That's I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to figure out my okays, huh? That yeah, was very patient. Yeah. Okay, Daniel. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't don't feel too bad, Davo. I, I said uh it measures electrical activity of the heart. And I w- I was thinking it was a dirty dozen type thing. And I went with yeah. six. All right. And oh, man. <laughs> I feel worse about it. Now. Yeah, <laughs> I have a similar, similar qu- answer to Kel's. Uh, the electrical impulse to the heart, the the impulse that's telling the heart to beat, that I presume comes from the brain. So that electrical impulse, and I think it's measuring a baker's dozen. Okay, so the, the twelve, a, a 12 lead. lead has thirteen leads. Twelve lead has thirteen okay, leads. It's a baker's dozen. All right. So the answer I have, and you were doing pretty good, Andy, until you said something about the brain, but I still would argue that that's probably full points, is that it's the electrical output of the heart. So it's basically seeing where your heart is firing and how it's firing, because it goes from the SA node to the AV node to the bundle of Hiss and then to the Prajinki fibers. And so we're trying to see and get a look at your heart from 10 different places. 10 Ten. leads. 10 leads. Why do they call it a 12 lead? I have literally no idea. There are two that is so two, dumb. Two, two, two I believe, <laughs> if I had to guess, that it's because it takes two of the electrodes and you see through where the two electrodes are. So the place that they're placed is left arm, left leg, right arm, right leg, and then you have V1 through 6 on your heart. V1 is basically on your right um, pec. V2 is next pack and then just a circle around your heart. And so I think it's just the amount of different looks you get at the heart. I'm not really sure. That's an educated guess. <laughs> Way I more mean, educated than I was going with. <laughs> uh, well, I did go to school for this and you didn't. So I'd hope I do better. <laughs> <laughs> I was being complimentary. <laughs> if I don't do better, all I'm saying is that you probably don't want me as your nurse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think you meant it as a uh, slight. <laughs> Neil, <laughs> can we get a score update? <laughs> uh, okay, so at the end of round three, Andy has 35, Devo 43, and Kel 77. All right, I'm catching them. Anybody's <laughs> So our score combined, Andy, is one point more than his score. I take that as a win. Sure. I, I think it's a win, too. You guys have met my first goal for tonight, and that is I would really want to sweep before Category 3. So thank you very much. All right. Our pleasure. Great about that. That's what we're here for. Thank you. Thank you. And Category 4, going back to hopefully slightly easier, is Network TV. Okay. Oh, this could be bad. We'll see. Number one. 
One of my favorite medical TV shows, Scrubs, is often lauded as one of the most accurate depictions of internal medicine training in TV despite its aloof and disjointed nature. One of my favorite nuggets of trivia was that during its title sequence, it had a blatant error that was fixed by Dr. Kim Briggs while saying, that's backwards and it's been bugging me for years. What did they fix? Oh, man, I, I am a fan of this show and I vaguely remember what you're talking about. I've never seen it. Oh, okay. I'm locked in. I think I know. I think I... Yes. I'm locked in. I think I can. I think I can. Stop it. Let's do... I think we're at Andy? I think it was a a chest x-ray she flips around. It was like on one of those lit screens on the wall. Okay. And Devo? I also said the chest x-ray. And Kells. Man, I've never seen Scrubs. So I said it's very the, funny. The printing of ambulance on an ambulance. It is indeed ah. a chest x ray. It was backwards, and there's actually a lot of history on it. They tried to change it a bunch of times, and it was just kind of a miss. But there's one where they specifically address that it was backwards. And I, I really love the show. It's really funny, and it's relatively accurate. Okay. Yeah, the girls got me watching that when they still lived at home. Well, it, it's great. Back in the I day. found a lot of entertainment from Plus, it's only 30 minutes, so I don't have to pay attention nearly mm-hmm. as long. It's great. Number two is another famous medical TV drama, again, is Grey's Anatomy. Oh, come Where on. Everyone was waiting for the second question, so I'll get it out of the way. <laughs> of the original cast, how many characters still have recurring roles in the show? And as a bonus, what are the actors' names and characters for one point each for a total of six points possible in the bonus? On the bonus, I, I don't know anything about the show. <laughs> Please, I'm locked in. Andy, you watch this? No, I don't, I don't know anything about the show. <laughs> I've never so seen five just... seconds of it. I don't know who's in it. Um, I'm locked in. Uh, hold on, it's. I have a I have a theory. I have a theory too. And you want real names as part of the bonus too, right? Yes, yes. Ah, so they're, they're names of the actors slash actresses and their and character the, names. And the characters. Well, I got no clue. You don't need both of them for points. Each one counts as a single point, but you get more yeah. points by having them. I'm, I'm, I'm locked in with, the, with an answer. I'm locked in too. All right, let's start with Devo. I said, uh, I said there were two. Um, one was Ellen Pompeo. And the other was Sandra O. And that's all I know. Oh, oh. And uh, <laughs> oh, really Elson's got me. I tried to hold together, but I, I couldn't. It's really hard to do that when you're asking the questions, Neil. A lot of credit for that because I'm cracking up here. Uh, Andy. <laughs> it, it's easier for Neil because he doesn't have a sense of humor. Uh, <laughs> Snap! <laughs> oh, Andy's right. Uh, four, there are Testy four characters man. that uh, that are still on the show. Um, Doctor Davo, played by yeah. Chris O'Donnell. Uh, yep. Doctor Sensei, played by uh, uh, Christopher Waltz. Um, <laughs> Isn't it Christopher? Doctor. Uh, it's Christoph, Doctor. Yeah. Uh, that's right, Christoph. Well, right. Uh, Christopher Waltz is the guy from Hackensack. 
We couldn't oh, afford Christophe. I, I right. don't think that's <laughs> what it's going for, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Kells, played by Flavor Flav. That's your last and, time. Oh, um, last time. I thought we were going to go with Barack Obama for that one, but that's okay. That's, Dr. That's Dr. Andy, one. played by John Legend. <laughs> yeah, because everything about that sounds accurate. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Uh, Kells, you want to bring us back into the semi? I, I'll try. All right. So um, I said five. What? Um, You got a uh, gray or well, Meredith. Uh, that's Ellen Pompeo, uh, Christina Yang, Sandra O, oh, and I don't know Alex and the Chief. Real like the actors who play who Alex play and the Chief. Yeah, he's like <laughs> the Chief. It's Richard, I think, is his name. Right. And uh, Bailey. Bailey is played by is by um Chandra Wilson. I know those okay. three. So, uh, Neil, you're going to have to help me here because I have lost track of that particular amount of names. I've never been so disappointed in a group of people in my life. Wow. <laughs> wow. Neil uh, has never Allison heard of Allison is a little bit meaner than I am, so it's even yeah. funnier. Allison, jeez. <laughs> so he, here's how I would score that one. Sure. Uh, Devo gets one point Woot. for knowing that uh, Ellen Pompeo was on the show. Uh, an answer to many questions on the show, for the record. Andy got none, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I feel like you should get some for creativity. I like the casting, but and so um the the correct answer, by the way, was three. Uh, uh and Davo or uh Kells, you got uh because you didn't know the chief's the the actor's name, you mm-hmm. get five of the six bonus points. Um, all right. I think that's fair. That's very Ellen fair. Ellen Pompeo plays Meredith uh, Gray, Chandra Wilson, uh, Bailey, and James Pickens Jr. is Richard Webber. All right. So here's the uh, the Andy special for question three. Thank goodness. <laughs> MASH mm-hmm. is oh, another man. show that I bet almost every household has heard of. There's a lot of fun facts about this show, and I had a hard time narrowing it down but I'm hoping this isn't a repeat. And what are the only three characters that appear in both the pilot and the finale? Ooh. <laughs> okay. Characters played by the same actor or characters? I, okay. Extra hint would be that one of them is not played by the same actor in the pilot and the finale. Okay. Uh, that made it a lot easier. He said sarcastically. I was going to ask it as a bonus, but then I forgot to write in the paper. So congratulations, free hint. Woot! Um, <laughs> um, I I got three characters. I've I've got my three characters. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right, Kells. I said, uh, Hawkeye, Radar, and Hot Lips. What was that noise, Davo? <laughs> <laughs> Am I that wrong, Dave? Uh, no, your answer no, is loop your answer. Uh, <laughs> my answers are Hawkeye, Radar, and Father Mulcahy. Okay, and Andy. Yeah, Radar is the only. One. I think Father Mulcahy might be as well, but Radar and Father Mulcahy for sure. And I thought it was Trapper. So what I have, and Neil, I'm thinking definitely. Oh, like split it up into points here is Hawkeye, 
Margaret Houlihan and Father Mulcahy. Oh, Ooh. not radar. I thought it was radar. I thought it was radar too. Why was and I thinking I can, that? I can, uh, I can radar up to be was, sure. No, it's all right. Radar was in the pilot. No, no, well, that's not the same as the though. movie. He went home before the finale because that's when Klinger started to step up and and not be so weird. Oh, wait a minute. I misunderstood the question. I thought you were saying <laughs> what characters from the movie carried on to the TV show. Yeah, You're you, talking about what no, characters were in the first in the episode. Yeah. Oh, Radar left in Radar left before season nine. So, Neil, would you be ever so kind as to help me with the scoring for that one? Yeah, Kells and Devo both got two of those for eight points. Andy got one for four points. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Number four, and is while it's not exactly medical, I love Marvel. So Doctor <laughs> Strange does feature some small nuggets of medicine here and there in the movie. When Doctor Strange gets gravely injured roughly in the middle of the movie, he suffers from a serious medical condition called cardiac tamponade. What is this condition? And I have an easy mode for half points. I'm locked in. It is not a dip. It sounds like a dip. I know. Might be spicy. I can spell it for you if you'd like. No, that's all right. It really wouldn't help. Uh, Can I have an easy mode, please? Easy mode for me, too. Uh, Channeling my inner Barry here, it was treated in the movie with aspiration with a needle and syringe. And a little extra aspiration means that you're pulling back on the needle, not injecting yeah. something with it. All right, I'm locked in with my guess. Also, I don't think a single time Barry has given an easy mode has helped me. <laughs> wow. Now the fans are talking smack about Barry. <laughs> I, I get smoked by his questions. It's pitiful. He, he writes a good question, but oh my God, those easy modes questions. just... Oh. I mean, um, I love both of them. It just shows me how little I truly know. I'm locked in. All right, let's start with the non-easy mode first. Andy, what you got? It's when the uh, when the, there's fluids that that collect around the heart, and that that presses against the heart, and the heart can't beat properly. It can't pump properly. Okay, Davo. Hmm. I said fluid on the heart. Like, okay, and Kells. I'm not alone. I said uh, fluid buildup around the heart. And I would say you are all correct. Fluid, in this case, blood from penetrating trauma, surrounds the pericardium, which is the sac that surrounds the heart and lets it kind of beat in your body's form of lubricant and prevents the ventricles from completely refilling with blood. And basically it causes a decrease in cardiac output that can be fatal because you don't get enough oxygen to the rest of your blood, specifically your brain. Right. That was a really, that's really, really helpful easy mode. Thank you. It was a very. I did my best. It was the anti-berry easy mode. <laughs> well, I didn't know if it was going to be or not because if you don't remember what they did, it might not be super helpful. But uh, can we get a score update, Neil? Why, sure we can. At the end of round four, Andy has fifty-nine. Davo sixty-seven. Kells ninety-five. <sighs> All right. So I just did. I just looked up top and odd. <laughs> and it's a dip. It is a dip. <laughs> it's, it's a tasty sounding delightful dip. dip. I, I could I could go for some right now. But, that would be uh, that would be great. <laughs> it, it would it would taste better than cardiac coffin, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I imagine so. Okay. And now we're at category five, which is pharmacology. 
Drugs, man. All right, this is where I score. You, what, you holding? I mean, what? uh... What? <laughs> oh. <You> holding. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Uh-huh. When you administer medication, there are quite a few different routes of administration that you could take. For two points each, what do each of these administration route abbreviations stand for? IM, IV, IO, sub Q, PR, and PO. The last two were PR and PO? Yes, sir. Okay. Puerto Rico and post office. <laughs> <laughs> PR and PO. I felt real good about the first four. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to lock in with what I have. PR and PO are stumping me. Uh, are we ready? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's start with Andy. Oh, great. Um, you sounded excited about pharmacology. Yep. I wanted to reward you. But not about associations, though. I am as intramuscular, which is the way, uh, I believe it's the way the vaccine for, for COVID is being done. Uh, intravenously, IV, IO, intraorally, uh, sub-Q, that means Q from the pilot of Next Generation <laughs> gives it to you. I was, I was hoping for some James Bond there. I was the Q um, branch, oh, Andy. It's so Q easy. branch, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, PR, I like to continue in myself. PR post rectum <laughs> and <laughs> PO post oral. I just figured out what they are now. Really? All right. Devo, the <laughs> figure mine. outer, if you would be ever so kind to give me the wrong answers. Is it me? <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. I, I just figured out what the last two are and I didn't write them down. I don't know. <laughs> You can write them down, but they won't count. Does that uh, right. help? Well, I'll just say them out loud since we're all locked in anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, I am is intramuscular. Uh, IV is intravenous. Venus. Venusly. Venus, if you will. Uh, <laughs> intraoral IO. Sub-Q is subcutaneous, which is under the skin. Oh. Uh, PR is i think post recovery and po i think is pre-op post-op or pre-op uh, post-op or pre-op I've, i'm okay. going with pre-op all but right no, and been, do those weren't written down or are those no, the ones you figured out the last two were not written down the first okay. four were all right and kel what you got okay well three of them i am very confident in and the others i couldn't come up with like the the medical term terminology, but I, I kind of guess what they were. I doubt I get points for that. But anyway, intramuscular, intravenous, subcutaneous. Uh, the IO, I was thinking that was into the bone. So, but it, the 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 word escapes me. Intraosteo. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's it. Uh, PR, I was thinking rectal and. P.O. Uh, orally. All right. So I think, Neil, that in the bone should count as half of that. I.M. is intramuscular. I.V. is intravenous. I.O. is intraosseous. Sub-Q oh, is on. subcutaneous, which technically isn't under the skin. That would be subdermal, but that's okay. You got it anyway. What's subcutaneous then? 
uh, you have cutaneous tissue, which is your fat tissue. So you have oh, uh, okay. cutaneous sites, which would be your thighs, your belly, about two inches away from your uh, belly button, and then okay. the back of your arms. Oh. And then per rectal would be PR, and per oral would be PO. Although I have heard it called post rectal and post oral. Yes. So I think that should be counted, although best vernacular is per rectal and per oral, according okay. to my facility. Per. Mm. Okay, so in that right. case, Devo got three for uh, six points. Andy got four for eight points. And Kells got four and a half for nine points. <laughs> Number two, in an inpatient setting, you're often given heparin and Lovenox prophylactically to prevent what complication of hospitalization that may need some thinning out. Locked in? What? Locked in? Heparin. That sounds so familiar. Uh, you see. probably know what it was if you watched more Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> heparin sounds so familiar. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. My dad had to take that. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Locked in. All right, let's start with Devo. Blurred. <laughs> what? Uh, quote, blurred. unquote, blurred for the record. Blurred. Uh, I said blood clotting. Okay. And Andy. Blood clotting. All right. The answer is to prevent blood clots and slash pulmonary embolism caused by a thrombus going there. Yeah. Mm. So I'm totally right, right? Uh, you said blurred. No. It's a blurred. <laughs> well, I I mean, you gotta send that blurred. The, the way you asked the question, you said complications of hospitalization that may need some thinning out. I think you were saying it would thin the blood, which is what that stuff does, right? It literally is. It it's a well, it, it's an anti clotting factor. So heparin and Lovenox are both. Blood thinners used to prevent blood clots and or treat deep vein thrombosis, which is a yeah. deep vein uh, clot. I'll leave it up to you, Neil. Blurred. I think I think he knew what it was. And, and my answered. dad had blood clots in his legs. Is whiskey a blood thinner? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So full points for everybody. Then, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number three. There are many types of IV fluids, but some of the most commonly administered is normal saline, lactated ringers, and D5W. I've got a multiple choice here for you. Are okay. these solutions isotonic, hypertonic, hypotonic, or regular? And bonus, what percent sodium is normal saline? Also, be happy because Neil made me rewrite this question. It was harder before. Wow. <laughs> Did you add in the multiple choice element? I, I most certainly did. And I also flipped around what I was asking, but that's okay. Hypo, hyper, regular, unleaded. And iso. Yeah. Yes, it is and definitely isotonic. Yeah. I'm, I'm locked, locked in. in. Yeah. I'm locked in. All right. I'm going to say that. Regular. It's going to be regular, and I'm not even going to say that. Watch it be regular. That's so annoying. I'm locked in. Um, I'm locked in as well. And Andrew, are you locked in? I locked in first. All right, perfect. Let's start with you then. Um, I think it's regular. And and bonus? What percent is twenty hmm, percent? Okay. Uh, let's go, Davo. 
frigid. <laughs> I, I said hyper. Okay. Hypertonic. Mm. And I said 30% is my bonus. Okay. Tell us. Oh, man. <laughs> I said isotonic and I said 0.7%. Ooh. It's going to be regular, guys. Hang on. Before you read the answer, I want to point out that the average salinity of salt water is three and a half percent. Thanks, man. Thanks, so his bill. Keep, keep in mind that if you drink salt water, you can get super dehydrated super quick. Yeah. So here's the thing. It's been stated over and over and over and over <laughs> that I am bad at scale right? and numbers. Yes. We, we determined that scale. with the uh, volume of the I, uh, ocean. Was that the question that was? Yes. Wow. You gave me wow. a scale. I went with what I had. Yep. <laughs> you like that deep cut there, Andy? <laughs> I, I'm impressed. And I, I want to go you. on the record. I misunderstood. I thought you were asking what percentage of sodium was a chicken McNugget. And I answered 20%. I I'm guessing that's that it's probably closer to 100. You okay. know, what percentage uh, of, <laughs> of sodium is ramen noodles? All. <laughs> also, also 100. Also. Definitely super bad for your blood pressure. Anyways, uh, yes. are you ready, Neil? The answer is isotonic, which science major should get if they did chemistry at all. Isotonic solutions means that they are the same as the solution that you're introducing them to, essentially. And the bonus is 0.9%. And since everyone was so far off except for Kells, Neil, what do you think about it, Scott? I think since it's a bonus... um there's no points. Yeah, there's okay no points. All right, you got I'm, it. Kelsey needs it down there. You don't need to step on our throats. <laughs> <laughs> so all Dual of these points. fluids would be given to just keep you hydrated, essentially. There's there's different things to do with each one, but basically it's to keep you hydrated. And if you have the normal amount of electrolytes, so sodium and potassium regular was the throwaway because I thought three was too weird. So I made it four. Hmm. I think if someone Bevo? hasn't made a mixed drink called the lactated ringer, then there's an opportunity. It's out there. It's out it's, there. It's like a white Russian with absinthe in it. <laughs> lactated ringer. Dave, well, I've decided I want to learn how to play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number four. To end the science category with a bit of a softball, what are the only types of infections that antibiotics can treat? Locked in. Locked in? Oh, man. That's between two. <laughs> in my head. All right, I'm writing it down. All right, I'm locked in. All right, let's start with, I think, Kells. I said bacterial infections. Andy? Viral. Davo? I said viral. Okay. The answer is bacterial infections. A common misconception is that antibiotics can treat all sorts of sicknesses. They can only treat ones that are caused by bacteria. Antivirals are for viruses such as uh, Tamiflu for the flu. And antifungals are used for yeast slash fungus. Uh, There's many different types of fungal infections, but uh, a good example of that would be a yeast infection. We could get a D&D game going right now, Davo. Nah, no, we're fine. We're fine. Are we? I've got a lightning bolt left for, for Kells. It's all good. Okay. And Kells still has one for, I'm guessing, Andy. Uh, Great. It's, it's, going to, it's going into the rainy day fund. Don't you worry. <laughs> the rainy day fund. <laughs> all right, Neil, what is the score update? <sighs> Scores it's at the necessary. end of round five. Andy has 77. Devo, 83. 
and Kel's 134. <laughs> <sighs> no, I'm, I'm coming for you, Kel's. I this is fun. fun. I can be yeah. caught. I can be caught. Yeah. We're going to mute your mic. <laughs> <laughs> but the amount of times we've asked if everybody's locked in i just ask until someone said something so it's okay all right category six is diabetes 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 diabetes, <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> number one the most common form of diabetes is diabetes mellitus it primarily deals with sugar a less common form of diabetes is diabetes insipidus, which primarily deals with what solvent? Solvent. I'm locked in. Fancy myself a bit of an expert on the diabetes. Diabetes. I'm locked in, I guess. Um, I'm locked in. Let's start with Davo. Well, I went with the universal solvent, water. Water world? Uh, well, oh, great. Great. <laughs> I'm just writing an X on the score sheet right there. <laughs> I know it's more um, you can't, like you always have an intense thirst and like you have to pee a lot. So I said salt water. Okay. And Andy. Yeah, I, I knew that from what I knew exactly. Uh, the the symptoms as Kells described because there was a period in my life where I almost thought maybe I had that. Uh, it turned out I was a hypochondriac. Um, I was having to pee a lot. Um, I, but I put down sodium. Okay. So my answer and what I was taught is that it is water, the universal solvent. Yeah. However, wow. salt is also involved. I did throw out that little little tidbit that Davo caught. Um, nice. Salt is also involved, so I'll leave it up to Neil for whether or not salt water should be included. But you guys both have the symptoms correct. Uh, so and well, fun since fact, I had no idea about what this was until I took nursing. I had I was like, "There's another diabetes." What? <laughs> since you actually included uh, the salt thing in the answer you wrote down, I'm gonna give credit for salt and water. Woohoo! Cool. Yay! But I would like to emphasize it is primarily to do with just a water imbalance, a fluid I'm imbalance. I'm just trying to crack the 100 at this point. <laughs> well, I think you got it with the final question regardless. Anyways. Oh, thank goodness. Question number two. Diabetic ketoacidosis, which is abbreviated DKA, is a medical emergency where the body does not produce enough insulin to counter the amount of sugar that is consumed. One way to tell if a person is suffering from this condition is a distinct scent. What is the smell and where does it come from? Do you smell brownies? <laughs> you I actually smell, have two smell boxes brownies. of Ghirardelli brownies locked waiting in. for me right now. Oh. So I'm locked in. I'm locked in two and I'm zapping kills in the face of the lightning bolt. Wow. Thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'm locked in. I don't go. Another Quelo. All right, let's start <laughs> with Andy. Yeah, I'm sticking with brownies. I got nothing. What you got, Davo? It's uh, you have funky breath. It's like a fruity smell in your breath. This All fruit right. smells funky. Yeah, I just like that's a pretty general. Oh, it's so which, is is it funky breath or or. It's it's funky for your normal breath. It's like rotting fruit smell. It's bad breath. 
Oh, because your body's going through ketosis and it's and it's burning fats and nasty shit and it smells like rotten fruit. Okay, and shit. I mean, I think Davo actually described that pretty well. Um, yeah. And Kells, what you got? There it is. You know what your problem is, pussy cat? <laughs> you got nothing to do with your life. <laughs> I was going to say fruity breath before I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> uh, yes, the answer is fruity acetone smelling breath. Question number three. Diabetes mellitus is typically caused by a person not producing enough or any insulin to handle the sugars they consume. What organ is responsible for producing insulin? Locked in. Locked in. I'm locked in. I'm going to lightning strike. Ooh. What are the scores again? Oh, come on. Uh, well, at the, <laughs> wow. at the end of last round, Andy 77, Davo 83, and you won 34. Uh, yeah, let's go and hit, hit Davo in the face. <laughs> and somehow Andy has survived all of them. So congratulations, oh. Andy. First time. First time. When you've lost, when you've been in the third place the entire game, there's not really any reason yeah. to. Well, to I didn't point it out, but I was trying to look on the bright side, you know? Oh, I don't ever yeah. do that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh... <laughs> he doesn't even have to think about those responses. They're just there. <laughs> All right, let's start with Kel, shall we? The pancreas. Andy? Pancreas. And Tavo. Pancreas. Oh, thank you. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things. Uh, it really is. is. I really wish it was a permanent part. I understand why it's not, but it needs to be. Um, yes, it is the pancreas. All right. Question number four and the final question of the normal rounds. What is the difference between type one and type two diabetes mellitus? And for a bonus for two points each, what is another name for both? Um, I'm locked in. I don't in. think that's the right. I don't think that's the right difference. All right. I'm locked in. Wow. I'm locked in. Ugh. <laughs> um, I'm going to lock in. Okay, let's start with Andy. Uh, type 1 diabetes, uh, your body doesn't produce enough insulin. Uh, type 2 diabetes, uh, you, you don't respond to the insulin anymore. Okay. Uh, Devo? I always thought type 1, you were kind of born with it, and type 2, you developed. And your bonus? Uh, type 1, I had his juvenile diabetes. And okay. type two, I have is Krispy Kreme diabetes. Wow. I think we should rename that. Uh, That's insensitive. <laughs> very. Um, uh, type one, genetic. And I said type two was acquired. Like you, um, you developed that. And I said sugar. Okay. Oh, honey, honey. Do, 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 mm -hmm. dun, dun, so my dun. answer is that in type one diabetes, a you were born with it, and Blute. your body does not produce any insulin or very, very, very reduced insulin to the point of insignificance. Mm. Type two diabetes mellitus is something that develops, although not necessarily always through a fault of your own, because you can have gestational diabetes. 
Yes. And that's yes, when yes. your body stops responding as well to insulin and can also eventually Ooh. produce less insulin. Now, for the different names, is type 1 is called juvenile onset diabetes mellitus, Woot. and type 2 is adult onset. However, I have heard it called sugars in the South, so mm-hmm. I didn't write it in my paper. <laughs> but. but have you heard it called Krispy Kreme diabetes? So I think for that one, um, I don't think Kel's got the correct answer, but we'll give him a point for sugars. Ugh. Uh Devo got the answer correct, I think, with one of the two alternative names, so 11 points. And Andy got the answer correct for 10 points. All right. Uh, What is the final score count, Neil, before we do the final question? My final score count is Andy has 107. Congratulations for breaking triple digits. Devo, 114. And Kel's 155. Ooh. Okay. Right, I'm coming for you, Kills. You ready for the final question? <laughs> so yes. You are. I just want to clarify, Davo, you are coming for Kells because you're closer to his house than I am. Yep. So <laughs> if you can just specifically. I'm just it up right now. It's cold outside. Okay. Okay. Just checking. I'm just glad nobody knows where I live. I don't want to go true. out in the country and find your house, man. <laughs> I, I drive plenty, but I'm not driving all the way over there. So that's that's between you guys to serve. <laughs> all right so for your final question for our lovely medicine quiz which is basically a giant ball of science is yeah. what are the top 10 reasons for inpatient stays during 2017 and it's 2017 because i couldn't find a list for the other one so i'll give you a hint covid's not on it thanks all right you're welcome <laughs> Through the magic of editing, the next 10 minutes will feel like 10 seconds. In 1957, Laika became the first animal to orbit Earth. What kind of animal was Laika? What is the only team in the Big Four North American Sports Leagues which shares its name with one of the Avengers? And here's one more question for you. Are you the type of person who enjoys playing trivia games, learning new things, and having a bit of fun along the way? If you are, or if you just want to find out the answers to those other questions, then our podcast, Quiz and Hers, might be right up your alley. Each week, one of us writes new trivia questions for the other person, covering everything from science to history to pop culture to sports. And every question in a game relates to some theme, like Game of Thrones, internet memes, sandwiches, or animals in space. Some of the themes make more sense than others. So if you like trivia, learning, or real couples testing each other's knowledge and patience, check out our podcast, Quiz and Hers, part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Quiz and Hers, the trivia podcast where we test each other's knowledge and the strength of our relationship. Did you enjoy that cold one? They're back now. All right, I am. Uh, medicine. I'm, <laughs> I got f- five. I, I wrote ten things down. Um, I'm done. I've got my ten. Oh, okay. I got all my right, ten all right. too. All right, are you ready? Yes. Yeah. The answers are giving birth. Yay! Septicemia slash sepsis. No. No. Yes. Osteoarthritis. No. Oh no. No. Heart failure. Yes. Got it. COPD. Yes. Nope. Childbirth complications. 
No. 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 I figured that'd be under the same umbrella. Yeah. Mm. Childbirth is more like just having the baby, and then childbirth yeah. complications would be excessive bleeding afterwards or something like that. Gotcha. Um, the next answer is acute myocardial infarction. So, no. Nope. We'll take so heart, heart attack, attack if you have it. I got it. Oh, cool. Yep. Diabetes mellitus complications. Diabetes. I have diabetes. diabetes. Well, I have it on my paper, not. not <laughs> right. Got not it. Personally. Got it. Uh, pneumonia. Got, got it. And cardiac dysrhythmias. It's like a regular heartbeat. Pretty much, yes. Don't got it. Nope. Don't got that. All right. So, how many did you get there, Davo? I got five. So, five brings you to 164. You're currently in the lead, Davo. Yay. I got four. That gives you 147. You are currently in third place, Andy. Thanks. That's where I started. Yeah. I got four. That brings Kel's total to 195. Wow. Well, congratulations, Kells. And Welcome, a Kels. surprise to no one, you won a sciencey show against <laughs> the two liberal arts majors. I, I promise my next one won't be science. Well, Aww. well, Daniel, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you for thank having you. me. I've been a longtime fan. It's a, a great, great set of questions. I learned a lot, and I hope everybody out there has learned a lot as well. So from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is MC Dave Oho with Kels. <laughs> Wait I don't a know. minute. I don't know <laughs> what that was. It sounds like MC Ho. Dave Ho. Like, it was MC what's... Dave Ho. Oh, okay. You got you got BGs with it. Okay, nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Go to Andy. Yeah, me too. Because I didn't know David <laughs> right. was Want me to do that again? I'll do no, that again. No, no, no. It's perfect. No, it's that's perfect. perfect. Okay. Just, really just go to spot on. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy. Uh, so long, little brainers. And Daniel. One of my favorite quotes from JD and Scrubs is. Maybe the best thing to do is to stop trying to figure out where you're going and just enjoy where you're at. Very relevant nice. in these COVID times. Yeah. Nice. And Neil. Get up. Come on, get down with the sickness. Get up. Come on, get down with the sickness. Get up. Come on, get down with the sickness. Open up your hate and let it flow into me. Oh, wow. 5K. That's so great. Oh my god. He was feeling left out. Yeah. Was he? <laughs> we hate to leave him out. Oh, yeah. signing off. Thank you. <laughs>
Check out our Facebook page, Brain Label Productions. Go there now. Do it. Do it now. Davo, Andy, what are you two doing? Promo. That's that's not how we agreed to do this. Well, well, you do it then. Okay. Well, uh, if some more quizzing is what you've been missing, you can check us out at uh, brainlittle.com. You can get your fix in the mix. Mr. President, please, I, I just, we need to get to the end of the show. Just check us out on Patreon for more exclusive content. And at the $10 level, you get an invite onto the show. <laughs> have you thrown done the 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 best acclimation between a dog and a cat that i've ever seen is you put them in your kitchen cage match lock the doors <laughs> drop a knife in there and see who comes out that is catastrophic i think they have both of their paws and then we'd have to spend a lot of money getting stitched <laughs> yeah see the problem is dave shops at bed bath beyond thunderdome i and, do um, <laughs> that's where three get that stuff from so we're not even through category three and i gotta crack open another one <laughs> My, my favorite part of Allison's pregnancy was when you opened that up and then she was just upset. <laughs> he was so yeah. disrespectful. That was my yeah. favorite running joke for the record. No. <laughs> that, that's me calling you funny, Dave. Oh, you missed that. I appreciate I Thank you. Sadly, we edit these shows. We only leave one of those in, um, but they're <laughs> usually every category. <laughs> thank oh, you very much. Depends Dave on how much got a problem. And or math. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's Las Vegas Frank Sinatra by the end of these. <laughs> I did it my way. That would explain the outros. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was muted. I don't know where the lightning bolt sound effect is. <laughs> All right, well, we'll just uh, we'll declare the lightning bolt episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll substitute <laughs> Lightning McQueen's like Kachow or whatever. And do you have to? And do you have to make it like audibly now? Right, now right, it's, right. It's on you. Well, here's so the I'm thing: gonna, lightning bolts don't really make, make sound anyway. So I have to true. make myself look smart in post, and now I have to do that too. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's lots of pressure. Some might say it's a uh, big project. Kachow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got point five. Wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, we don't do fractions. <laughs> so you give that an Excel spreadsheet. You can run the world with it. Hey, I'm I'm just trying to let Neil use his Excel spreadsheet to the fullest. I mean, I I can do fractions. I said we don't do fractions. We don't do fractions. <laughs> Yeah, this is a dunk contest after 97. There are no points. There are no fractions. Just know that sometimes your best isn't good enough. I, wow. Neil's words, Neil's words, not me. Not wow. Me. Not I, me. I, I know that, Neil. This show has taught me that very clearly. <laughs> what kind of, Okay, this might be going too Come far afield, and if you want to edit this out, Andy, go ahead. Well, we're at the one hour mark in category five, so yeah, <laughs> can't I'm, wait to edit this one. I'm gonna ask the question then, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, is is Allison talking smack while we're recording? No, she's this talking show? to the dog. Okay, because I thought you know we're doing so poorly that no, she has be- no idea how poorly you're doing. <laughs> Great. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, she has She's no sorry. idea how much you're bombing right now. No clue. <laughs> you gotta do the thing where you got well, well, you gotta you gotta say so long, everybody. Whatever it is, you're signing off, and that's why I play the music. Oh, you haven't yeah. done signing that part. off. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. I just felt dumb to say that, change but apparently thing. it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions, all rights reserved.